sorry for that little bit of mayhem that just happened there. We're in the basement <laughs> of a restaurant, brewery, bar, and uh, shit just happens. But we're back. Um, we so are back. Parts are gone, and we're getting back into what you're here to listen to. So we got a great guest, Mark Semler here. Good friend. Uh, been around the craft industry for a long time. Um, doesn't work in the craft industry, but is partake in Previously uh, had been a, uh, a peer, but is uh, resigned to the... Uh, oh, look at me, foot and mouth. Yeah, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to let Mark talk about it. I mean, he's... he's <laughs> just he's, waiting. He's, he, he's, got, he's got experiences with suppliers. He's got experiences with charities. And, he, you know, Mark is... Mark, since he, uh, at least I've met him and found an interest in craft beer, which he had before I met him, but um, he, he, he seemingly always wanted to find a place um, not only to uh, participate, but to give back. So one incredible guest to have, someone who's always strived to, to, make, uh, to make drinking beer uh, worthwhile. So welcome, Mark. Well, I appreciate that, boys. Uh, the kind words are abound, uh, definitely. Um, I don't know that uh, I can do those those loving uh, embraces justice, but genuinely. Well, you better give it a damn try. <laughs> I will. I will try to be as eloquent as possible, <laughs> as the doctor says. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, for for y'all that don't know me, the listener base out there, I, I've been in the industry for a minute. Uh, helped a couple breweries out. I've since uh, retired from that scene. Um, just interfere with the day job a little too much but I still graphic design on the side and run my charity and uh, so I've seen some things these boys have seen some things and I hope to provide a unique perspective on the topics at hand so you still part of the charity oh yeah I still run you my run the charity so blue pint society that's blue pint society uh, dot com. We live in a society. We live in a blue pie society. And uh, <laughs> so what we do is we reach out, we make beer drinking about a cause. And that cause would be for you gentlemen out there, I want you to take your left or right hand, it doesn't matter which one, I need you to slowly guide that down the insides of your thighs. And talk to me. I need to keep going. Caress that sack between your legs. Oh, and if you oh. got one, two, Three, I need you to go see a fucking doctor immediately <laughs> because there's mm. something mm. wrong. So what the charity is uh, centered about is it's testicular cancer and awareness. We are an advocate to go get yourself checked because not a lot of people like to talk about their boys. And we care about those immensely. I'll tell you this, man. The uh, <clears throat> You listen to any other major podcast that's sponsored by like Roman or Blue Chew or whatever these Harry's things are. They're, they're yeah. talking about... Screwball uh, and HelloFresh. Well, they're, they're talking about a company that is there to make your dick hard and make sure your sexual wellness is, 100%. is serious. Um, it's serious. You really do got to pay attention to those things and definitely going to talk to a doctor about uh, testing your cancer, any kind pain, of anything like that. It's wild. I mean, I, uh, my dad got diagnosed with um, uh, diabetes as an adult, and as soon as that happened, I went and got my blood work done and uh, found out I was, at 27, low testosterone. Mm. 
and that shit is real. And I just assumed I was like, all right, I guess life just kind of fucking is dull these days like, for the longest time. Like, hey, when you is, turn 28, life just sucks. Oh, I mean, you know, it's not like anything is so drastic, and it's like you wake up feeling great one day, the next day you just don't have as much energy or uh, right, right, right. sexual energy or any like. Uh, and so I was just like, okay, well, you know, just live with this level of energy. And turns out I have like a healthy male, twenty-seven should have roughly like nine hundred uh, level nine hundred. Fertile as fuck, bro. Yeah, and I have a hundred and thirty. Dang. Um, and that so gave me some goat parsnips. Dude, they gave me everything. I took some Spanish flies, <laughs> some shit off the paper. Like, I didn't know. I figured out what's going to make this. Listen, I mean, I, I don't want to point fingers, but there's an entire continent that's been snorting rhino horn for boners for about 50 years. So. They are, and we send love to the Irish. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you this. So, when I found out about that, my doctor was so, like, like he, like, he, he played the part of what he has to do with every guy he deals with, low test or whatever the deals are. And he's like, Right, right. And I'm like, yeah, this is a, this is a biology. This is a setup. <laughs> well, I was like, this is biology. Like, I know I fucked up my system when I was 21, lifting, taking every testosterone booster, all the bullshit that I did, and I was like, I fucked myself. I knew it. But going there and being like, seeing his reaction, I was like, wow, like there's dudes that are so worried about these things, and understandably so. So go get that shit checked out. And the fact that you have a charitable organization that gives back to What's it get back to? Well, so in the past, what we did was donate to the uh, Testicular Cancer Awareness Foundation. Uh, at the time, and still, we are one of the only organizations out there that are able to use their name as we see fit. Um, the director and founder, I, I, I'm not going to put her name out there right now because obviously I haven't checked with her about this particular podcast, <laughs> but uh, she, she is a very hospitable woman. Uh, much she, will not, she will not sign off on this podcast, yeah, I she promise probably, you. She probably won't just because of you, Doc, but uh, <laughs> she's, she's a very lovely woman. She lost her son to testicular cancer, so she quit her day job and threw herself into her own charity. And so we, for the longest time, donated all profits and proceeds to them. Our focus and shift in late 2020 was to become our own charitable organization. We, uh, as of today, have obtained our 501c3. And so, thank you. Going forward, uh, we will actually be in touch with a lot of the testicular cancer um, specialists slash hospitals slash wards. And basically what I'm going to do, knock on wood, that none of you listening to this ever have this experience, but essentially just walking in, finding somebody that has trouble paying their bills, and we're going to pay as much of it as we can for them. That's gorgeous. That's a amazing foundation to have and charitable organization to be part of. Um, you do the beer schools. Uh, you do all sorts of work to help out with that, which is outstanding. You work with... Some of the biggest and the best breweries in the state of Arizona to build fundraisings around those. Yes, and sir. Get people excited about touching their balls. Some drinks, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, touching balls in the men's bathroom. Uh, but primarily, like those beer schools, you're you're getting people that are interested in craft beer, which is a super exciting field to be interested in. Um, and they get to go out and have some beers, learn a bit about beer, and the proceeds go to something that's phenomenal. Yes, uh, sir. So as opposed to 
doing some weird charity where they're just supposed to like paying themselves and things like the only thing that we ever uh pay back is for merch like if i buy a hundred dollars worth of stickers that I, I pay myself back a hundred dollars worth of stickers you know what i'm saying Absolutely. i mean that's marketing getting more eyes on yeah. the product or the charity right. which is and we do have some fly designs on some shirts and everything else so if y'all head over to bluepintsociety.com uh we've got shirts and everything over there we make five bucks a shirt and the five bucks goes back reinvesting into buying the stickers and help fund in the website and all that stuff so we can keep incommunicado. Yeah, and if you're even kind of questioning whether his merch is dope, I'll tell you this. Uh, Bert Kreischer wears his mm-hmm. hat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that guy is yeah. a very successful, very famous comedian. So uh, shit looks dope, and he's the hat champ. So get over there, look at the merch. Yeah. How about a good call? I mean, he gave you a whole a fucking uh, dope wearing it. Instagram story on it. He did. He gave us a little bit of that. He gave you some love. Uh, so let's get right into the nitty gritty and into the real, the real shit and piss how of this, this whole podcast. How this podcast <laughs> came to be. Beat. Mark Settler, <laughs> this question <laughs> is essentially what started this podcast, and I would like to know this about you as an adult man over the age of fifteen. Have you ever shit your pants? Yes, sir. Let's hear that juicy gossip. <laughs> I, I, let's hear your best. Well, story. real quick, Bobby, why don't you explain how this became the crux of this of this <laughs> so, podcast? We say every time, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go quick for the listeners, but just so you know, um, Alex and I and was it with Chuck? I think it was with Chuck. Uh, it was with, it was with um, a couple people actually because it, it came up a few times. There's like seven stories on this game up. Yeah. But uh, we're talking about shitting our pants and something along those lines, and I had never shit my pants, and I asked someone kind of casually, like, oh, you ever shit your pants? Uh, and they're like, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so fucking crazy. And uh, uh, next person's like, yeah, I've also shit my pants. I'm like, oh, I'm in rare air right now. And, Bobby uh, thought he was the minority in this uh, no, in thought, this realm. I thought I was in the majority of not. Or sorry, yeah, 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 sorry. And I am in by far the minority of not. And it, it it wowed us so much that we created a fucking podcast about it. You know what? And that, so now it's time to talk that talk. Yeah, you got a story. It's an enticing uh, slash shitty subject. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, okay, so let me let me say let me set the scene for you. So I'll give you the down and dirty on the dirty dirty brown. Ooh, all right. So let's we're do sitting it. at my niece's. Uh, I think I believe it was her eighth birthday party. It was when my. Sister and uh, her husband lived down here, and I was uh, mm, I like the background engaged to some insmissible, in, in, uh, roundabout, convoluted piece of shit that is no longer walking the earth, at least in my mind. But anyway, so <laughs> we're hanging out at Chompy's Deli, Ooh, and uh, we sat down. We had a we had a cake. And we had some food, and they got they gave us sliders. They gave us sliders. We had a slider platter, and uh, my brother-in-law and I, and the and the youngins, uh, as we call them, they they were we were all eating the the slider platter, and uh, my my fiance at the time, my sister abstained for some other reason. They got chicken or something, and it, uh, it tasted good, <laughs> but you notice as you didn't use the ajou. That they provided, and by the way, that's New Orleans for soup. Uh, the ajou, it was it was just a little off, uh, and so we're 
it kind of like is one of those things where it hits your stomach. Now, of course, as any child's birthday party, you pregame a little bit. So we had a couple beers in us. And I'm looking at my brother-in-law, and he's turning a little bit of purple. And I'm like, are you all right? And he's like, no. And I'm like, yeah, I got the meat sweats. I'm like, we ate a couple sliders, but, man, meat sweats don't normally kick in until about the two-pound mark. And uh, he's like, we need to leave. And I'm like, you're not wrong. You need to leave right now. And uh, so I hopped into uh, into her 2006 Jeep Liberty, which, Ugh. if you're not familiar with, doesn't have a lot of room in it. And, Preceded the Jeep Patriot. Right. So they they hopped in. The, all the kids hopped into uh, my sister and Wes's. Uh, 1986 Chevy Suburban. Mm, Big old decked out truck they brought down from Washington State. They bought it from my uncle. It was pristine condition, which will lead later into the story. Flying down the 60 from Chompies when I lived out on Gilbert on Power. And about, oh, out of school, I started feeling a little rumbly in the tumbly, a little snowmobile action in the gut. It's a short amount of time. So and I'm like, I'm like, something's going on. And I call, I call the Westicle, as I call him, because he's short, round, and hairy. And I'm like, look, bro, are you feeling all right? And he's like, the kids are puking all over the place. And I'm like, in your pristine 1986 <laughs> Chevy Suburban? He said, yes, sir. So the, the little ones are projectile vomiting oh, in the no. back seat. And he told me, he goes, I don't think I'm going to make it. And I was like, no, just <laughs> roll down the it. window and let it go. And he said, now it's coming out of the other end. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Oops. all right, then. Don't I let said, it go. I said, I got the speed limiter pegged on this fucking piece of shit ass Jeep. <laughs> it's not really even a Jeep. It's just a Chrysler LeBaron with a different chassis on it. We're, so we're pinning down. I hit power exit right there. Um, fucking sideways, smoke the tires, hit the e-brake in the automatic. Smoke's <laughs> yeah, turning. Shit. I'm fucking clenching left butt cheek, pinning it on the fucking uh, little uh, armrest there. And my fiance's laughing, and I'm like, it ain't funny because you got to clean this shit. <laughs> and I'm still on speakerphone with Wes, and all I hear is, Aah! I thought Master P fucking took over his body. He shit himself. He's straight up in the cab of that fucking 1986 Suburban shit his pants. Uh, the little ones were throwing up, shitting all over the place. So you got three little girls in the back. I can't even imagine the smell. And we hit my exit. I made it over the bridge, down to my place. I literally took the right. I was about 40 yards from my house. I hopped up on the curb, almost hit the fire hydrant. I couldn't even get out of the truck, and I shit my pants like a toddler with too much chocolate. Um, I you got out of the car? I, I did not. You're in the car. I was in the car, and it's oh, when it happens, that's, it's just like that's that worst moment, case scenario right there. It felt like a warm can of stag chili pouring down my left pant leg. I'll never forget it. Oh my God. <laughs> I. I this hopped has got to be the most detail-driven story of this we've ever had. I, 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 I pulled off my shoes. I pulled off my pants. I skated up the inside of the driveway. Went Tuck through your the garage. pant legs into your socks. No, I went through the garage leaking the entire way. I oh. ran out into the back patio area and hosed myself off. You said this was with your fiance. Atlas was looking at me like, Dad has the shits. I don't know what he do now, but it smells terrible. And uh, so, yeah, well, that was a that was a wood duck. If y'all didn't hear that, that was the doctor's. Asshole. It looked like you picked it up. 
<laughs> I'm looking at the I'm looking at the reading. It looked uh, like I picked up that part. <laughs> it took me three trips through the car wash and a deep clean specialist to get the shit smell out of that Liberty. I traded Ooh. it in a week later. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, I could just ain't a warning about used vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> and by is. the way, fuck chompies. But, uh, <laughs> this is a commercial against uh, used cars yeah. and chompies. Also, like. Meets. As someone who's been, you know, and, and for you too, I mean, you, uh, summer can cook, uh, for sure. Um, as a professional restaurant, Aju should normally just be held at a, at a kept temperature, which at like 45 minutes should kill all bacteria. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's, it's a no brainer. It's why it's like easy, but like, well, so the plot thickens. Oh, so my sister, not the shit, but the no, plot. My sister, uh, as coming from the Jewish deli herself, not being Jewish, Andy Rich took uh, the meal out. Andy, you not love you, son of a bitch. But she took the food out, knowing that it was bad, because my sister is a son of a bitch. And she took this fucking food out, the sliders. We examined them because they were living with me at the time. So I had three little girls. Luckily, I had three bathrooms. Oh. They used the tub. Not going to get into that because it's even more horrendous. I have two sisters that swallowed a whole bunch of pills. I've seen it. It's gross. And uh, so upon further examination of the beef, you know when you hold up a slice that you get at the deli, that nice sheen that's on it, that it's just nice and it was... Like smoothly cut. Well, it was, gr- it was green. Oh, oh, so it was building bacteria film. So not only was the beef green, but the au jus itself, which is made from the beef, mm-hmm. was also green. It, and so, yeah, 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 that's uh, that's not yeah. Right. So we, we did not um, we did not return. I have not returned since, and that was almost eight years ago. So that is my story on how I oh, shit my pants. So Alex, I uh, I was really I really thought I was gonna be able to uh, to change my stance on whether I shit my pants. Um, last week, my son got the stomach flu. Ooh, and boy did he spread that to me. Oh boy! Um, oh, okay. is this okay. a Bobby shit his pants for the first time so, ever okay. as an adult Wait, story? Can I ask you, uh-huh. Bobby? Have you ever shit your pants? Well, let me tell you the story. <laughs> so, and, you can, and you can tell me if I did. The, uh, the, I don't know which story to tell. You know what? I'll tell you this story, and then I'll tell you the story that saved me. Um, <laughs> so, I sit at home, kids dealing with all that, literally wakes up from a long nap, and I'm like, man, he didn't nap like this in ages. Sitting right next to him. On the couch, he passed on the couch, I'm sitting there on my phone, he sits up, and I was like, hey buddy, put my arm around him, he sits up, he's just tucking into my, in my little chest, and I just got him, so damn cute, and he just looks at me, and he hiccups, and I was like, oh. and literally I think, that's a cute hiccup, and then, boom, all over me, my lap, everything, just projectile vomits, oh. and I was like, oh, I'm going to deal with this. So, oh, I so just, someone else shit your pants. Well, my son <laughs> projectile vomited on me. I grab him, run to the tub, get him ready, shut, rinsed off, get everything. I'm like, okay, well, now this is something we have to deal with, and we're probably going to get this now. Like, mm-hmm. At least I am. I have puke literally all over me. Um, dealt with that for a full day. The next day, um, I'm still feeling good. Rick's still feeling good. And I'm like, we're going to get this. Like, 
It's, it's there was house. no way you can't get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna get this, and uh, ends up feeling pretty good. The end of the day comes around, and I, I'm like, oh well, no, I'm, I think I'm gonna throw up. So I walk over the tub. I'm like sitting on the edge of the tub, leaning over the toilet. I'm like, oh, I'm good, I'm good. Eventually, of course, it hits me. Now I'm vomiting like every 20 minutes. Like yep. I go from vomiting to passing out oh, in the bed no. and then waking up to the need of vomiting. So I go keep doing that. And all I'm thinking about is like, wow, it's stomach flu. Normally you, you kind of shit your pants a bit too. Like, you know, you get some diarrhea as well as, as vomiting. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm really just getting the vomiting side of this. And uh, I... Go throw up, and I go lay back in bed before I can fall asleep, thinking I got about 20 minutes before I throw up again. Uh-huh. You know, stomach's starting to rumble, and uh-huh. they got a shit. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm like, ah, I'm just real tired and achy. I'm gonna keep laying there. And Taking it easy. all of a sudden, urge to throw up, and I'm like, look at the time. I'm like, damn, this one's coming way faster. I'm like, well, let's see if I can. Do I have to shit more? Or do I have to puke more? And I go, I'm gonna have to throw up. So I get on my hands and knees right in front of the toilet bowl literally two, three seconds away from needing to puke, and I go, I got shit. This is, n- I am, I'm, I don't know what to do. Listen, and it I, sounds like you're on the Oregon Trail, and this is dysentery. I wouldn't have met, I wouldn't have lasted <laughs> Fortunately. It, it's not quite dysentery unless it's coming from both ends. I, uh, I, fortunately, rip my pants off, turn around. Oh, no, what happened was I puked everywhere on me one time, so I jumped in the shower, and then I had just been in a towel sleeping on my bed the whole time. Oh. So I've been puking just, like, with this towel around me. and like, So I was, I was naked, sitting there with the towel around me, and on, looking at the toilet, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to puke, oh, I'm going to shit, I'm going to puke, I'm going to shit, and I, and I decided, I'm going to shit. I can squeeze yep. this out before yep. I'm puke. And oh. it was the right move because there was a trash can that I could puke into See? as I'm... That's everywhere. the move. I had a buddy that it is the made move. the wrong choice on that move, and then his mom was like, uh, "Always put ass down first and puke somewhere else. That's easier." And then, oh yeah, the first time that came up for me, I was like, "Oh, sit down, trash can pick yep. up." Yeah, try shooting in a trash <laughs> can. Yeah, I was say, try well. it the other way around. So, and the only reason. I made that decision was I had called my buddy the day before and cause we had plans to go out and I'm like, dude, I got stomach flu, man. I don't want to yeah. get anybody. I'm just, it's a mix of puke and poop every day. And he's like, he's like, it's crazy. And I just happened to ask him, have you ever shit your pants? And he's like, oh yeah. And I'm like, crazy. I haven't. Uh, you should come on our podcast. <laughs> and so it was like, well, I've, I, I've known him for well over 10 years. Yeah. Uh, and I go, you've never went to this. This guy, his ex-wife that I've known for 10 years now, never once heard him fart. What? In front of her. This guy is a gentleman. Wow. Um, or he's just prude as shit. Uh, just kidding. I used to, I used to remove sad. myself from the room to not fart in front of Jacqueline, but now I will straight like rip one while she's sleeping just to see if I can wake her up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so then he he gives me the the dirty gossip when he shit his pants and he's like, I had the stomach flu and I uh, yeah and, and I was like, what so he's like, I chose the wrong move and I was like, well, what what do you mean you chose the wrong move? Because like, I had the wrong decision. Oh, face into the toilet. And he's like, I threw up in the toilet when I needed to shit and shit my pants while I was puking in the toilet. And that story Stuck that I heard the day before 
my near death experience uh, saved me, and I to this day haven't shit my pants. Well, bless your friend. Thank you, Matt Lynch. You my boy. Love you to death. Well, you know, for a second, I thought that my story and like the so what I was gonna say is, um, and I thought it was in danger, but I clearly realize it's not now. Um, I realized that the st- after the story I'm about to tell that. Instead of industry secrets, maybe this podcast should just be called Alex Talks About Shitting Himself. (laughs) (laughs) Something happens weekly now. Well, Uh, well, I mean, I I, I have plenty of stories, but um, and and I still have a few in the gun, but uh, I have one that's very recent that I'm going to go over right now, and we're going to go ahead and take up the first 50% of the show uh, (laughs) and the format of it. uh, All of our fans that don't listen to this are just like, get to the format! Uh, So... Um, I uh, I go up north uh, to work at the brewery uh, uh, at Overnighter Friday Saturday. I go up Friday morning. I'm hanging out. Um, not trying to. I'm also not trying to drink a whole ton right now. And and, and I know that drinking can kind of lead to like some of these situations. So sure. know that my drinking's been dialed back by about twenty percent at this point. Yeah. So like me shooting my pants doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> but it, it's fine. It never does. Because uh, if you thought you were going to shit your pants, hopefully you would have made decisions that would have prevented that. Right. So uh, I go up Friday. Uh, we're hanging out. Um, you know, uh, I'm entertaining some guests. We hang out. We drink. We smoke. It's it's no big deal. Pretty normal to get up, take my morning workout supplements, go work out. Like, very, everything's pretty standard. Um get through the day, like, like both days, like, even though I'm, I'm traveling up north, like, food is on, is on normal point, drinking is a little reduced, um, but then, but then, (laughs) but then, the, I think the only (laughs) audible that when I'm driving is I generally drink anywhere from three to five liters of water on a trip, because I'll, I'll fill three liters, I'll drive up, I usually kill them, and then I'll drink whatever on the way back down, and so just, to over a gallon of water in my body every day, um, especially when I travel. So I'm driving. Uh, I hit the 101 off the 17, and as I'm hitting that exit, I'm like, "Oh fuck!" The 101 is close for construction, as it's a dead stop. Which I've already driven two hours, and so now I'm in 90 minutes. You could be early I'm in 90 minutes of stop and go traffic. Pissing is the least of my concerns. I've figured out this problem many moons ago. Uh, but, you know, I've been traveling. You know, I uh, I haven't been eating a ton. So, like, I'm farting a bunch, which is feeling good. I'm like, mmm, ripping out farts. They don't stink. Like, I'm feeling good. Like, I've been on a little bit of a health kick. Me and the wife are, you know, working out more, trying to eat a little better. So, I'm, I'm feeling it. You know, I'm like, mmm, But, like, nothing should be disruptive. And I feel like one of five farts in a row that's come. And I just... I give it full permissions and it goes and I'm like, as soon as it happens, I'm like, ooh. I'm like, oh no. That was Well, I mean, not to be not to be crass for crass sakes or just tongue in cheek to be but I mean literally what I think to myself is, oh shit. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no way to shit my fucking pants. And um, so I I ignore it for a minute and then I'm like because, you know, sometimes you can just fart like a dense, hot fart. Oh, yeah. And it sticks in your pants. It it doesn't, like, dissipate right away. It feels like you're like, oh, shit, but it's just a heavy fart, right? Um, so I'm holding out some hope, delusionally. Um, and it's starting to stink, and I'm like, oh. uh, How long into realizing you'd shit your pants 
did you come to the realization is I can't wait to tell Bobby? <laughs> so, um, I think it was when I was shouting the ass into my pants for the second time <laughs> after I got home. And I was like, you know, we always do these stories. And I was like, and now I'm just going to sound like Alex regales with how he shit his pants this week. <laughs> and I was like, we didn't even know who our guest was going to be at the time. I was just like, holy shit. Pun intended. Um, it's just, it's one of those things. And, uh, and honestly, uh, I wish I, I I had a better excuse, but it's just like uh, miscalculated bowel control, man. Uh, I don't, I wasn't sick. I I couldn't articulate it to one thing other than just like, I mean, I cry all day about how I had a sphincterotomy, and that does ultimately affect like my entire digestive system. But ultimately, uh, I just trusted the fart way too much, and uh, I'm sure that that's not the last time I'm going to make that mistake. <laughs> but hey, you know, I got home. Uh, I uh, burned those underwear as appropriate. Um, I, I noticed she had a different seat cover in the <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, new seat cover. Uh, These stories are based in in fact. Like, yeah, and so and then uh, you know I'll tell you the shout stick. It's a it's it's a uh, shit in your pants is a two jobber a two time jobber. <laughs> and, then, and then and uh, then because we'll. The thing is, is I, I shout them, I wash them, I dry them, and then like, I put them on to leave the house, and Jacqueline's like, you need to take those off right now. <laughs> I was like, oh, is it? And she's like, mm-hmm. And so, uh, put that shout stick to work a second time, and they look brand new. So, ah, there we go. There wash. we go. Wash. There we go. So, hey. Um, Don't wear them to my house and put them on my couch. Well, Listen, guys, I uh, I brought in some. Yeah, some, now that we're uh, past the shit. Oh dang! Um, Look at you. I didn't realize you have a peanut allergy, and I got a PB and J sour. <laughs> so we won't drink that one. Well, let me see. But I've got. If it's uh, normally these things are just brewed with adjuncts. But I do have uh, this fat ass. Oh, um, no, blackberry peanut and peanut flavoring. That's all you guys. Yeah. Hey, yes, <laughs> we'll talk about another time I shit my pants after I drink that. So I got the uh, the oil can of this junkyard brewing. Oh so yeah, yeah. these guys are great. I've been seeing these for a while. Get that up close. Here, Is that sixteen uh, ounce? Yeah, it's twenty five ounce. Twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty five. But oil can. But girthy like a. It's a girthy motherfucker. Like an average cock. Uh, yeah, Jesus. Well. Uh, you uh, wait, wait, when you're saying I'm not getting to the basement moment to the show of the walls, that's that can. Yeah, well, that's what they call an oil rig in Texas. 25.4 ounces of a double West Coast Island. Double, double, double. Well, that's Did never they? gotten anyone into trouble, ever. No, not at all. What the fuck is a Vermont-style double IPA? Well, uh, think Hetty Topper and then just move right. on from there. Because, uh, you, you know, Hetty Topper kind of set... A pace, and Does then. Does Vermont have a Bostonian accent? I mean, I think I think Vermont well, is Vermont included in the New England uh, affect of the I, world. I don't know. I almost feel like if they did, well, you. I feel your, that they are. They have like a maple Boston, leaf, right? Like, I like my khakis and my khakis. That's your Boston. I, 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 I guess my my question in Vermont is: if I'm fucking a chick, is she like, oh yeah, fucking put it right there, wicked good? Well, no, like, that's Boston. Oh, okay. That's well. straight Bostonian. I think Vermont would be oh maybe half Canadian, half half uh, 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 Boston. So it. But isn't a lot of the but isn't a lot of the CIA syrup back like, in my tree? Uh, aren't a lot of the CIA <laughs> residences there? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to figure it out. I don't know. 
Well, cheers, guys. All right. Thank you. Cheers. Sir. And I just want to circle back. There is nothing grosser on this planet than like. Uh, uh, I, don't, I, I don't want to. I don't want to overly gender, but like. If you're with a significant other and they have like a thick Boston accent and you're not from Boston, I just don't know how you do it. That's the oh yeah, fucking put it right there. We've all just told Jesus. shitting ourselves stories or nearly shitting ourselves stories. I would rather you shit I think my pants than fucking Well, listen, the reason the reason the reason I bring it up is because with these stories. We're going to get Boston chicks flocking to our podcast. Oh, yeah. so. 100%. And I'll happily listen to a Boston chick talk about how she shit her pants. Listen, uh, I don't want to listen oh. to a Boston chick talk, but I will let her eat my ass all day <laughs> and tell me how fucking wicked good it tastes. Now, is that the white or the red corn chowder? Oh, my ah, God. I can never remember this one. Is it the white? New England. The red. New England. Ah, I always... Let's forget it, but nailed it. Uh, can we talk about Cincinnati chili for a second? Uh, I don't want to derail your train. You sure can. I mean, I'm fairly it, certain I know what you're talking about, I but uh, know you know what? We're gonna we're, we're gonna lead you into a, a section we like to call "Talk That Talk." So uh, you tell us all about that Cincinnati chili. So Cincinnati chili, I was introduced to it uh, by a very disgusting individual. I'm not gonna name. Uh, and it's not like I'm not Steve gonna name for, Jay by name. For no, wait, he can't. Eat. Shit, he's got a kid. Um, but a Cleveland steamer is not anything close to what so so uh Cincinnati chili is actually chili with, oh, I'm with so disappointed. no beans on top of spaghetti with cinnamon. Okay, well, that seems pretty standard. That you know, I, I just want to be full full disclosure. I thought we were talking about a tit job with shit, and I am right. far more grossed out. Right. Well, oh, I see, just I, I went through by your thinking. explanation <laughs> than <laughs> what I was thinking. I thought we were talking about chili where there's no beans and turds. And stuff. Yeah. No, I just went to, from shit to shit food. Either no, way, no we're both way more disgusted with your answer. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I would eat that. I'm not gonna eat would turds. Would you? Would you eat? See, Bobby, that's where you and I differ. Chili on spaghetti with cinnamon. Sometimes it has beans, but so my thing chili is chili on spaghetti noodles with cinnamon. The cinnamon is the only weird thing, like. Well, because spaghetti sauce, but but it's yeah. seasoned like chili. I don't think it belongs on spaghetti. Yeah, I just I, belongs belongs and uh, is okay. Like, don't the Filipino people eat like spaghetti, but it's just ketchup. Like, well, I mean, it's weird. No, it's weird. You said race. belongs three times, and this specifically brought up race. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I kid. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff. Um, the fact that you're just like not discounting this as weird stuff, and weird it, like stuff? slick it, stuff, raw stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's weird that some cultures put spaghetti sauce on their sp- spaghetti. It's probably not unedible. But it's fucking weird and probably gross. Um, as a, uh, you know, we're just being visited by Dirty Mike, no big deal. Well, uh, but as, you're going to want to use the, the key, um, which is just a stick that opens that door. Um, what I'm saying is... We're in the hallway is, to the podcast studio by the <laughs> today. Yeah, we, uh, we had to get moved in the hallway so we could take fancy photos. I no. guess... I guess what I'm saying is, is I'm using sarcasm and uh, exaggeration, but honestly, yeah, I would not eat physical shit in chili. 
But but that was hypothetically question. given the difference of eating shit in chili or cinnamon in chili. That wasn't even the question. No. Wait, wait, it wait, feels wait, like wait, that wait, was wait, the wait. question. I thought we were talking about eating ass for a second because I ain't gonna eat shit. But I'll eat some ass. It's okay. That's the voodoo that the doc has on people. Is he takes two topics, threads them in between, like Kobe dribbling through legs. And then gets crispy on a helicopter ride. So second of all, <laughs> it's not too soon. <laughs> Fuck you guys if you don't have a sense of humor. I'm but here for it. Second era, 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 erily. It is just the the whole Cincinnati chili thing. The issue that I have with it is chili is separate from spaghetti. I agree. Spaghetti and spaghetti is great with a little uh, meat and a, and some meat. Balls. But we can agree, not cinnamon. Not. Fuck is cinnamon. What is shit. wrong? Get uh, the fuck off my plan. Anyway. Yeah, that seems crazy. Cinnamon but is for high proof white whiskey. But if you put and white <laughs> women, if you put, if you put so uh, the only reason I think it doesn't seem so crazy is throw some chili on a bun. It's kind of a like sloppy Joe esque thing. Sure, like, sure, and that's spaghetti noodles dough. Look, if you're drunk at two a.m. and you want to throw that shit on some noodles, power to you. If your dumb ass falls <laughs> with some fucking cinnamon, that's <laughs> on you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody put cinnamon on regular food, yeah. eat a dick. Yeah. Uh, God damn it. Unless it's on cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, yeah, that's some good. That's some good eating. Uh, Toast yeah, crunch. Uh, this beer is pretty tasty. I'm not mad about it. It is good, man. Thank you for sharing. Uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it is a little delightful. Alex, um, you want to lead us into our next segment? Well, yeah, I actually have that pulled some, up. So, um, normally, uh, we're only about 15 minutes into our bit here. So, uh, we, we are in a little bit of a time crunch here. So, um, we're going to try to get through these. Um, now, normally, this is where we try to figure out how you've gotten uh, to where you're at in the industry. Um, we usually do that through a, a question from a classic, a cinema classic. Oh. I call, who is your daddy and what does he do? That <laughs> was... Is that an Arnold? The was, worst that, well, transitional Austrian accent anyone's ever done. worst. Sorry, hold on. Ah! Nailed it. Mock! Who is your daddy and what does he do? May I approach the bench? Sir. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Far, far better. All right. Far better. All right. But who is your daddy? What you is isolate doing? that. Who is my daddy and what does he do? So yeah. Who, what do your parents do? How does? How do you get here? Walk us through it. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Scenic um, version. We'll, we'll skip the adolescence and go straight to when I was at. When I was a young warthog. Ooh, man, I like going directly uh, to trauma. Kick us <laughs> off. Now, what, so I moved down to Arizona, where we are currently in 2003. The it, Grand Canyon State, I'm told. It is the Grand Canyon State, home of the Grand Canyon Brewery, son. Fucking fly-by-night oh, amateurs. Look at that heard of plug. Them. Look at that plug. I thought I said I could eat ass, but apparently someone else Man, oh, let me get a second chance at that intro. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Looks like you were eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so my old man, when I was growing up, man, he, uh, he, he would allow me to tell some tales of, of his uh, tutelage and of his, uh, his guidance throughout the years. Uh, Grew up on a, a farm in rural Washington. Uh, grew up hunting. Uh, we've covered that a little bit in some previous podcasts. But I think the best piece of advice my old man ever gave me was, don't be who you're not. 
And I know that sounds real simple to a lot of people, but when you take that to heart and you and you take it from someone who honestly, there's nobody that doesn't think my dad's an asshole. <laughs> there's there's a good reason for that because he is an asshole, Captain Kirk. <laughs> but he's one of the realest motherfuckers you'll ever meet, Mr. Dick Semler himself. Oh, God damn. Isn't it right? And uh, so he learned that from uh, his father. <laughs> does he go by Dick or does he go by Richard? He goes by Dick. Good for him. And uh, so his father. Any man named Richard. Fucking oh His no. father, Balsack Semler. You ready, ready for Balsack this? Semler. Oh no, it's better. And, and fucking Doc knows this. His father, Cletus Semler. <laughs> straight off the boat German, dude. Jesus. <laughs> well, his word is here to have up. Right. But. Uh, Imparting that wisdom, man, and growing up in a small town hustle with work ethic. I had my fucking driver's license when I was 12, my ag permit. Completed hunter safety at a young age as well. And that just kind of instilled in me being able to do things for myself. I mean, fuck, I could, I could change a tractor tire by the time I was 13. Like, I couldn't muscle it off myself, but I knew the mechanics and I knew everything of it. I got through shop class building engines. I uh, can't weld for dick shit, but uh, <laughs> I traded a senior my eighth grade year at the engine rebuild for his weld job. There you go. And uh, so you do it. You know, so just that small town mentality, small town hustle. When I when I moved down here at twenty three, I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do, and uh, so bets on my first job here. Anybody? Uh, Anybody? First job. <laughs> oh my I god. I transferred. I transferred. Let me put it that way. Fuck you, I already know what you're going to say. You have a real <laughs> Small town transfer? Well, so the next uh, metropolis, uh, or metro- metropolis. You, you can think it's a national business or, or regional, probably. Yeah, so I transferred with the Boys and, Girl Club, Boys and Girls Clubs of America, and I was the athletic director. Uh, okay. Branch, okay. And, uh, you know, enriching, enriching the lives of America's youth. And uh, oh, I actually... They're our future, you I, know. I, I will, <laughs> hey, bro, I've heard they're our future, <laughs> man. <laughs> All the beauty they have inside. If they work, I can take it, man. <laughs> That's not how that goes. Oh. And whiskey for my it's a, man. Beer for my sisters, son of a bitch. Yeah, um, we just think we just think country. What's going on here? Something magical just happened. Uh, hey, Puff Daddy, remix that shit. <laughs> but, uh, so, I actually brought uh, the Nike Play program down here, participate in the lives of America's youth. I brought it to that branch, and uh, very successful. Um, I was going to night school for graphic design. I had already uh, graduated from, from Gonzaga Prep uh, with my bachelor's in uh, computer science. So, man, I just, you know, never got anything paid for in my entire life. I just had to hustle the entire time that uh, I was here. And that's just kind of where everything led to. So, Big Dick did nothing big, for you but put, a, put some thick skin and some hard work ethic. Actually, uh, I heard I heard it a little differently. Uh, I think just because we have a similar growing up experience. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to lean on uh, Mark that he knew. Well, no, no. I just, I, I just, uh, just want to see if uh, my supplemental uh, repeating what you just said back to you uh, makes sense. Uh, I grew up in a very similar situation. I had a, an over-endearing father who... Pressed upon me life skills that I was resistant to, that eventually I'm thankful to have, mm-hmm. and completely departed from his way of life. Correct. 
Yeah, see, there we so go. So I'm literally podcasting with the same two people. No, I mean, just one person. Alex, do the Mark voice now. Uh, <laughs> I shit my pants one time. Yeah, they're the same <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, I, I I do a pre- <laughs> I would argue I do a fairly decent. Leghorn we just had as a slight guest. I would argue that I do a fairly accurate impersonation of people that I am impersonating when I when I talk about them. But Mark is not a person I've assigned a, an impersonation voice to yet. You you have a very unique voice and identity. I just. I don't think I'm good enough to replicate it. I can get chip pretty well. I can get I, I get a lot. I can get a lot of my contemporaries in business. A better um, singing voice than I expected. Oh, thank you. Oh, Mark can fucking sing, bro. The, the he, audience has heard, dude. <laughs> until you've woken up and he's just singing and cooking your breakfast, you haven't lived. I've done that for him a few. Just times. saying, <laughs> it happens. Well, I sang uh, some Toby Keith, and someone was like, "Is that Garth?" Is that G? But hey, well, that, was that so because you were carving up a prostitute the entire time? Yeah, it was fucking bodies. <laughs> Where are the bodies, Garth? Where are they at? Standing outside the fires, carving the bodies. Standing outside the fire. Uh, that's great. Carving up this cooked ass flesh. <laughs> man, uh, no, you're 100 correct, man. Is your uh, Mark's uh, big dick still around? Oh yeah, yeah. I feel man. like I'd like to meet this man. He's still kicking it. He's he's a uh, hermit up in Washington right now. He's got. You might have seen him in the house chamber wearing a Viking helmet earlier yeah. this week. <laughs> uh, now he, he's got COPD, um, so he's on lockdown with this whole COVID bullshit. But uh, he has found his Facebook stride. Ooh! Um, please do not friend my father. Oh, but well, man! Nothing, nothing like a man face. finding Facebook in his toilet years. I'm just gonna well, keep he typing already, in. He already rage quit once. Really? But uh, if you if, if you want to, you can. I'll send it to you. I'm just going to keep typing the search bar "big dick" and get all the right results. Big dick similar. Yeah. And you, you know, know what? That's that's going to lead me to a lot of your posts. But you know, that's all right. That's all right. I'm going to want to see. So the next segment, um, NPC interactions. Um, so I, I usually describe this uh, as I'm the gamer in the room, but uh, oh, I was confused. <laughs> so any a, anyone who's ever played a video game or like of any sort, um, basically there's characters that you play as, and there's characters you interact with. Those are you know the protagonists and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But a non-playable character is just a player that exists to serve a purpose, whether that's yes. um, service in a tavern to rent you a room to just stand there and be like oh the weather has been great since the dragon died or whatever um but in my personal life and in real life and i know that uh, in fact there's a whole reddit sub subreddit dedicated to it that's how i found out about this so um and i've experienced this so when you interact with someone to the point of where you're just like it's almost like the matrix theory kind of comes into play right where like you know, the world exists, but only like 20% of all people on the planet are actually people plugged in. The rest are just computer programs. And right. again, going on the internet and kind of diving into it can really give you like some some goggles off on it. Oh, yeah. But um, so uh, if, you, if, you, if you understand the concept well enough, I'll give you time to, to go off like a king. Um, if you need any follow-up, just let me know. Mark sniffing a new beer. I sniffed at it. It uh, smells damn uh, good. So I, I, what, what happens, Mark, is his hands swell like crazy, and then I'm sure there's other dangers. But uh, oh, but he's got a Mark occasionally will smell something and be like, maybe I'll taste it to risk it. Nope. Uh, but not not this case. In this case. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, I'm gonna smell this. That is peanuts with some jam. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. and it's a fucking thick. Beer. So I'll tell you. 
I'll tell you to, in, in fact, I think I saw that this was, in fact, oh, no, I uh, I missed saw that brewery. So I thought those were our boys over at Simple Machine, which uh, just deserve a local shout-out oh, anyways. Yeah. Uh, Marshall and the boys, chef's kiss. Uh, however, this logo that doesn't look similar, but because I'm blind and from 12 feet. It's close. It's close to the distance at a glance. Uh, I mean, there, there are some elements that, that reflect. Um, gear. This is the Brewing Project with a K because they don't know how to spell. Uh, and so my Trademark. scathing review is that the nose is incredible and just like peanut butter jelly crime from Superstitious Meadery, mm. which um, is an aroma that I super dig. It's almost like, I don't know if you were poor in middle school and then they gave you a PB&J that had been made like four hours earlier never refrigerated for lunch. And then so like the bread had seeped in the jelly and it was like mainly peanut butter with just a hint of that like sugar and that like that fruit sweet like sucrose smell uh, or um, sucrose. Uh, fruc fructose. Fruc you know what y'all know what I'm trying to say? Fructose. High, High fucking toast. <laughs> uh, that's the smell. And I'm and listen, as a traumatized young child, I'm here for it. I love it. It brings back Wonderful memories of not having, to go, to, of not having to go to class. It's a smoothie beer. God, it smells it's a fantastic. Thick monster of a beer. It smelled like mm. if I drank it, I'd go into anaphylactic shock <laughs> yeah. immediately. Yeah, right. yeah so, so the taste is definitely more tart, sour, all that. Um, I'm here for it. Aroma is like um, superstition meadery. Taste is good. I'm glad um, we were able to kill some time so Mark could think of an answer to the NBC well, interactions Well, so he questions. started, and this is what... Oh, no, 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 I just, I always got to explain to everyone because it's dumb, yeah. so I'll shut no, up. No, it's what he does, but he only half-ass explained it because he had a different quantum theory in the middle of it. <laughs> of course. So I am supposed to interject my own NPC? No, 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 you're, no, 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 no. You're just supposed to, like, have you had an interaction with someone where you're just like, that was a computer-generated program? 100%. Yep, let's talk so, about it. <laughs> Everyone does. I, I, I can't straight up think of one for me because we've we've done this when we, we've offered. If every guess we have, they're like, "Yep," and you're it's just like, like what? "Sometimes I'm like, am I the NPC?" You 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 are not because you're. A well, handsome yeah. yeah. Uh, well, oh. well, the fact that you're even sitting here makes you not an NPC. So, but I'm so, just trying to think of one that's. It's, I think it's such a hard question for our guest. Well, but something that's like, so well, you can shut the fuck up. He was right. <laughs> this guy's right. He's gonna be back. He's gonna be, he's gonna, he's gonna be a guest that's coming back. Uh, but so it, it's a very interesting question, and I want you all to follow me down this rabbit trail. So I said I got my my farm permit at age twelve, right? That meant that I could drive on the farm. It meant that I could drive, uh, you know, just vehicles around the property. Mm -hmm. Although it did not mean that your legal slave labor for your farm masters. Yes. Correct, but it also did not mean that I couldn't go into town on business and pick up my dad when he was drunk at the pub. Also so, uh, That's also true. I like this. It, <laughs> it also did not mean at the age of 14 when I got my actual permit that I couldn't drive during the day to town to pick up parts. Okay, so there was a, there was a place that I only knew by this name from the time I was 7 until the time I was actually about 17 when I realized what the fuck... My very German grandfather was talking about because he would come to me and say, Marcus, which my name's Mark. It's not Marcus. It never has been legal documentation. I don't know how a French person or a German person got the French spelling of Mark, but that's what I fucking dealt with. So he would come and say, Marcus, you go to college and I'm like, can y'all translate this shit? Because my Rosetta Stone's broken. I don't know how to do this. 
And so my uncle would hand me a list of parts that I was to fetch. So I would get into the 1982-83 brown shitty <laughs> work truck, and I would go into Throw the town to Beatty. <laughs> That's all I knew. This guy was. His name was Beatty. Not Weedy, Beatty. Because of his eyes. So, well, maybe. But, so I would get, <laughs> I would arrive at Beatty's, and I would pull up to the store, I would go in, I would hand him the, hand him the slip, and he'd say, that's very cool. And he'd go into the back, and he'd come out and say, that's a detection tool. And I'm like, y'all cast that spell somewhere else. Don't put that evil on me, goddammit. And he would come back with a bill of lading, I would sign it, he'd stamp it, send me home with a pink copy, hand me a fucking lollipop. Where was this? Pullman, Washington. I'm <laughs> You're like, is this a Viking ship? Where the fuck was this? Semester? Washington, United States? Yeah, United States, sir, not Uzbekistan. <laughs> and so he would send me with a lollipop and then also a package with parts. So I would get back, I would hand the package, hand the part. It does good, you go down through it, down. And I'm like, <laughs> I go park the truck, wash it, do whatever, go back over the fucking hill to my house and chill out, sand some baseboards, do some other fucking character building shit. So this goes on for probably close to six years. And every time, it's just how supposed to be the, and I'm like, what the fuck is this dude's name? Finally, when I'm of the age, I have my driver's license, I, you know, the official driver's license, not driving illegal. I pull up to the spot and I swear to Christ, it was the first, I was like, it was an awakening. Like, I saw, like, fucking fireworks and unicorns and shit, and I'm looking up. It was Napa Auto Parts. <laughs> Owner, B-E-E-D-Y. Napa Auto owned by BD. But it was never, Napa Auto, and the dude never did anything but hand me packages I found out later after I went back and questioned him, I'm like, yo, Beatty's the dude's name. It's not the name of the store. Y'all know that, right? Like, it's not the Walmart. It's just Walmart. We didn't even fucking have a Walmart growing up. But I'm like, y'all know it's Napa Auto Parts, not Beatty. And he's it's like, the franchise. Yeah, like, and it's I'm like, like a, what does he, what does he. Hey, go, go over to yeah. CC's. Uh, right. I know that it says CC's Ace Hardware, but that's uh, an ace. Just, that's just an ace. CC's, right? that, that, that's an ace. But, so, God was like, it. what did he give me all those years? He's like, well, he would give you parts and Drugs. then a can of Copenhagen. <laughs> and I'm like, but why did he get Copenhagen from there? He's like, because he doesn't chew. Your grandmother didn't let him chew anymore. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, so I went against Grandma Dar. I went against her wishes. I was the fucking chew pimp. Fuck you guys. I'm out on this motherfucker. I didn't even get a cut. I'm over to Arizona. Yeah, I didn't get a cut on this shit. <laughs> so that NPC in my life was that's what's going beady. Oh man. Over at the auto park. Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a that's a hell of a chew pimp right there. Listen, That's I mean, so, so, and, and your grandpa found a plug and a mule in one go. And the great thing about NPCs is they can be everywhere from bland to eccentric. Yeah. They oh, just yeah. have to repeat the same task repeatedly without change. The problem is, <laughs> in a video game, when you see some NPCs and you don't understand them because they're all eccentric and shit, there's some subtitles. This dude didn't get subtitles in real life. Actually, actually not all games have subtitles, and it is normal. Uh, not normal, but not uncommon for a gamer to be like, what the fuck is this NPC rant about? 
club. <laughs> now, granted, that doesn't generally happen in real life um, unless you're not in America or uh, if you're in America in a school. But uh, so NBC interactions are always some of my favorite. I, I, I see them on the interwebs. They're fun. Um, but, you know, we're, we're tight on time, but uh, we'll with great guests comes uh, – Great, uh, yeah, great, great wanting to keep the conversation going. So we normally have uh, four questions in the final bit. We're going to give you two, um, did the best two. Uh, so Bobby, you want to kick it off? Yeah, so I know you're not uh, a full-time, like, beer industry employee kind of thing. You're, you work your full-time career outside of the industry, um, but we always like to ask, Kind of some wildest shift slash wildest working industry like uh, or incident that's ever happened, and we know you, um, Mark Semler, work with the uh, anti-terrorist organization. Oh, we're not going. Notice the tea. Notice the tea party. Yeah, um, I gave you two. I got two for you, if that's all right with you, gentlemen. It's plenty fun. That's okay. Thank you for letting me take up your time this evening. I greatly appreciate both of you. Uh, this has been a great fun time. So the first one will come from the job that I used to have before I promoted a few times. But I was a uh, supervisor on the floor for an uh, unnamed uh, organization and uh, I got called up to the the podium and uh, so I'm up there and this gentleman was very very agitated because his 76 year old mother god damn it she's not a terrorist and I said copy that perhaps uh, what <laughs> perhaps she's not what does a terrorist look like to you and he pointed at one of the people working for me and I said well sir <laughs> uh, not only is that slander, but that is completely incorrect. I said, Perhaps. I don't accept your judgment of the fact that that person of your racist stereotype pointing, as I channel prone light, <laughs> is, uh, is a terrorist. I said, nobody knows what a terrorist is, sir. I said, uh, anybody and their mother pointing ah. could be a terrorist. And I said, unfortunately, at this point in time, this person is subject to additional screening because her driver's license has been out of scope for 22 years. 22 Jesus. years. Hey, congrats on the lifespan, but this, li- this driver's license has got to get correct. Uh, well, she still had hair in that picture on her okay. license. Uh, she definitely had a bouffant wig. She, I was going to say, she looks like yeah. powder at this yeah. point. Yeah. Oh, at, at this point, it was just... Chorus Leachman. Yeah, it was a potato. Razzing you in line. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> it looked like... What's that old girl from Golden Girls? Oh, uh, yeah, Betty White. Nor- uh, no. Something. Well, Betty White, but... Uh, um, God well, damn. it don't matter. But she looked like an old-ass bitch with some bleach on her face. So, anyway. So, he, in protest, stripped. Literally down to his underwear. Was this monster hung? Well, it was his underwear, and I did not glance down because they were not gray sweatpants. <laughs> uh, but we 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 uh, dispatched the proper authorities to the situation. Uh, I will say what I can say is that the gentleman ended up being taken out in a spit mask and zip ties oh. uh, because he became belligerent over his eighty-something-year-old mother with an expired ID. It, 
it's just stupidity. People get to the airport, they put blinders on. And, oh, yeah. and you, you cannot blame them because there's high anxiety and everything else. I, I, at that point in time, and this was years ago, I spoke to everybody just like I'm speaking now. I give them the compassion, the empathy, and I talk to them like they're a human being. And uh, he was having fucking none of it. <laughs> and so he, he uh, was escorted out in that privilege. And uh, the spitter's mask, I think, was a bit much. However, he was spitting some venom. And, uh, oh, spitting that venom. So, taken out in his uh, little anklet socks and black boxer briefs at that point in time. And BT Dub, I escorted his mother to the plane, made sure she got on. Oh, lovely old lady, made it. Quality individual. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Uh, thank you. Is, uh, that's but, fantastic. Uh, this guy got <laughs> Third one means I need attention. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> but make sure she got on. Um, so as we've said before, second error, 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 errorly. Uh, <laughs> um, so let's see. Which one should we go with? <laughs> God damn it, you're beautiful. Alex, we're shooting a podcast here. All right? Trying to record. And so that, I, can't, I can't say bless you anymore because people get offended, so I'm just telling them they're beautiful. I like that. I gotta sneeze more. Well, I guess I'll just go yeah. bless myself. Yeah. Anyway. Literally just I, Corona on your phone. I do believe that is the last of them uh, I oh, had in the gun. So, uh, Marcus, if you. Uh, oh. It's dick. It's broken. Sound like fucking Manute Bowl. Here we go. Here we are. No, no, no. I'm just uh, I'm looking for something unrelated to the podcast. We'll press on number two. So, number two would have to be at uh, one of the. We don't even really count this beer school as one, but we're on number 13. So, by the way, hopefully <clears throat> this gets edited and put out, but beer school 13, uh, which either one of, one of Alex's endeavors will be part of, and uh, maybe second chance over there if he can get me some beers. Um, but beer school 13, March 13th at Flight's Tap Room uh, will be happening. And uh, so this was at a beer school that uh, essentially we, we do not numerate and we don't really count as such, but this one individual who decided to, well, let me put it this way, and this is not a knock on my boy Justin Coleman because you know I love you, but if you decide to wear That's a weird way to keep him anonymous. <laughs> if, you, if you decide to wear basketball shorts in public at all times, you either should be Gary Payton, uh, Sean Kemp. Um, well, that's my knowledge of the Sonics for the 80s. So I don't know, really. <laughs> as soon as they took away my Sonics team, I, I'm done with basketball. But you should, you should either be going on your way to the gym or playing hoops. But this particular individual wore basketball shorts every single time I saw him. He's very sloppy-ass, drunk mess. And for this day, he chose to wear a turtleneck. I don't know how a turtleneck pairs with basketball shorts. It didn't look good, didn't look professional, looked haphazard, maybe he spent the night in his car. I don't fucking know what happened, but he showed up to beer school. He had paid his ticket. He actually paid a double for VIP, but had no guests, so he assumed that he would get double beers. <laughs> uh, I told him... Listen, solid power play. I cannot over-serve you uh, if you want to... 
give the ticket to somebody else, charge them, that's completely acceptable. However, at this point in time, you will only be allocated what I can give a single mm -hmm. served person, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to protect the integrity of you know the the uh, the business. What he proceeded to do after was steal every single piece of glassware, right? Because we released a limited edition glass for this beer school. He stole, I believe it was eight pairs of 16 pieces of glassware. A full case? What is he doing with right. this? And so that way, had, that's a case and a half. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, hang on. They were um, uh, uh, four ounces. Yeah, so what do you do with right. this? Right, but so he had them all in his basketball shorts is what I'm saying. <laughs> so he basically looked like he was like dinging like the yeah. bells of Christmas. Like he basically <laughs> looked like he had amassed a ribbon of cellulite around <laughs> his thighs. And so when I called him out on it, he was like, no, nah, man, people could, left that shit. Quit body like, shaming me. I guarantee they fucking didn't. And at my, <laughs> at my behest... <laughs> Uh, we tried to remove him. He did not go quietly into the night. Uh-uh. Not today, sir. Don't push that guy too hard. He's going to lacerate his fucking exactly. legs with these things. And so he uh, went behind the Kill myself. And filled a pint glass with... 16-ounce pint glass with 13.2% Pugachev. Uh, while, the, while the person who was tending the thing wasn't looking. And he did that three times. Holy cow. And uh, Dude, so he this went. guy with the most jingly ass pockets is able to get behind a bar well, three it, times. It was a, it was a, Listen, Bobby, you've worked an event. Was it, it wasn't the bar. <laughs> yeah, right. we, we have those. Uh, oh, the jockey <laughs> boxes. I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in, in beer school, you're basically set up in, yeah. in a retail place no. in zones Correct. on like mobile equipment. Pouring up. So yeah. mistakes rep, are easier to rep, occur. And the rep at that time was distracted, but we're not going to get into it. Well, that, I mean, well, you've got people in the building, you've got employees who don't right. know anyone. Like, as an employee, when an event occurs in your building, you don't know rep versus consumer for the right. most part, oh, unless, yeah. you, unless you're dialed the fuck in. And on our end, to expect every employee to be that dialed in is ridiculous. Oh, I mean, shit, I go to a bar. So it, it, it does create it. Yeah, it I does create its own. That that says my brand, and anybody. Sometimes I walk into a bar with a T-shirt that doesn't even have my brand on it. And I'm like, I'm with. Sorry. <laughs> and like I'm looking at my own chest and like I normally I'll, wear a shirt. I'll put a bow on it real quick oh, yeah. to tie it in earlier. We we went to escort him out. He asked to use the bathroom. He shit the bathroom. <gasps> he frosted the toilet like a fucking cupcake. Oh my god. And uh, the staff was left to clean it. So it, uh, needless to say, that dude's 86 from anything we've ever done. So. Uh, that is a great worst person story. <laughs> I um, I. We had more questions. Where time's coming up, I gotta piss so goddamn. Well, you know, what? Uh, honestly, uh, we only got through about half of it, so uh, I guess the natural solution here is to wrap it up and just have someone on a second time. I think that's a good. Uh, I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. You're a good guest. Okay, thank you. You're guys. a great guest. I really uh, appreciate it. it was we'll have you back. We we thank you, we thank you for your time. I mean, we're 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 a little uh, over the handlebars on this, but uh, I'll I'll upload it in its uh, pure form. But. Uh, as uh, you know, uh, we always like to kind of come out on this. Um, you know, this doesn't happen without just uh, you know the idea behind most of this is just like you know hanging out with great people. Um, you know, uh, 
not that it's any secret how podcasts work, but I mean, you know, we don't compensate you for your time. You come in, you tell these stories, it's fun. And so we just appreciate it about you. We appreciate knowing you and uh, we appreciate you coming out. So uh, if there's anywhere you'd like people to find you, uh, now's the time to drop those plugs. And uh, we'll... Appreciate that. Uh, if y'all want to follow us, it's at Blue Pint Society on Instagram and also at Blue Pint Society on Facebook, bluepintsociety.com. Doc, Bobby, really appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for coming out. Uh, anybody who's listening, seriously, uh, I couldn't I couldn't give a bigger shout out to uh, any of the people I've met in this industry about Mark himself as well as Blue Pint Society. That is, it's... It's one of the few smaller charitable organizations that I've even been partaking in their programs that are fun for a charity because charitable organization shit is just, for the most part, pretty goddamn boring, man. <laughs> it's, it's very dry, if yeah. nothing else. It's, um, it's dry. And, and he, looks, <laughs> he looks to do things that are exciting, fun, like things that you want to go do to help someone out. And you know, I, I'm, you know. It's any, going to a great cause. He's not pocketing money other than making sure his sticker cost is covered kind of thing. Um, no, I mean, anytime bad. Mark hits me up for beer, beer school, anything Blue Pint, I'm always in because, like, I know the heart's in the right place. Um, it's a good organization, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm nothing but about it, and uh, I'm looking forward to the next beer school that gets to be in person. The last one was virtual, and it was kind of fun. I mean, I I taped a can to a wall, which is the most exciting part about the night. But <laughs> you know, um, again, it just it like I could I could sit here and and uh, compliment what I like about what you get done uh, all day, Mark. But um, I think at this point, uh, this is the best trailer to go check out your work, and uh, we'll kind of leave it there. So. Uh, Again, thank you for joining us for Industry Secrets. All right, boys. Cheers. See you.